Okay, um, this is the Volumes of Fear podcast, presented by Crimson Knight Productions. Volumes of Fear is a narrative podcast that will scare you. I know this because it scares me. Here is the host of Volumes of Fear, Piedmont Montgomery. Hit the button. Oh, oh, sorry, that, that's what the paper says. I, I wasn't supposed to read that. You're listening to Volumes of Fear, and here is your host... Piedmont Montgomery. Welcome back, one and all, to Volumes of Fear, a podcast of horror stories that are sure to give you thrills for every second that you listen to it. As our devoted disciple Winston told you a few moments ago, I am your host, Piedmont Montgomery, and we are coming to you from Reading Room 2 in the Eastridge Public Library. On this edition of Volumes of Fear, we will hear a story that deals with a couple helping out a stranger and getting more than they bargained for. The story for this broadcast is called Ogre's Myths and Fast Food. That is a really lousy title. Stupid, really. Who, who thought of this? Winston, Winston, was this you? Oh, no, he's, he's shaking his head no. Hmm, I'll get to the bottom of this later. In the meantime, and lousy titles aside... This story truly is terrifying. So listeners, please enjoy Ogre's Myths and Fast Food. Jack and Sally were driving home after a dinner party at a friend's house. The night was late, and it had been full of festivities and food. And both Jack and Sally were worn out. That was fun. Yeah, everything except the food. You didn't like it? I don't like fancy stuff. You always say that. You'd eat nachos and pork rinds for every meal if you could. What's wrong with that? The lack of nutrition and class. Hey, look at that. The conversation was interrupted by what Jack had cited. Both he and Sally were now seeing a car on the side of the road just a short distance away. The vehicle's headlights and flashes were on, and a very large man was standing next to the car, waving them down. Jack, what are you doing? I'm going to slow down and see if this guy needs help. Are you crazy? He could be a murderer. We don't have to let him in. Let's just see what's going on. Wouldn't you want someone to do the same for you? All right, but let's just not be too hasty about anything, okay? Jack slowed their car down and pulled off to the side of the road. The large man who had flagged them down walked toward their car as Jack came to a stop and lowered the window. Hey, partner, need a lift? Jack! Oh, uh, sorry. What seems to be the trouble? As Jack was asking how they could be of assistance, the large man moved close to their car. Both Jack and Sally could see the man had enlarged facial features that were quite distinct. Hi there. My car just, you know... Engine problems? Yeah, that's it. Engine problems. Not a good place for that. We're in the middle of nowhere. Peaksville's just up the road a few miles. You need a lift? You sure? I don't want to be a burden. I just need a ride to the nearest gas station. I think the car's out of gas. Huh. You just said it was engine problems. Did I? I'm sorry. I'm a little flustered. No worries, my large friend. Hop in. There's a gas station near Peaksville. You wouldn't mind? Nah. We're headed that way anyhow. Thank you so much. I can't tell you how much I appreciate this. Let me go and turn my lights off. The large man walked to his car while Sally and Jack waited for him to return. I'm not sure I like this, Jack. What's the worst that can happen, Sally? We're just giving him a lift. 
Did you see the size of this guy? So what? He's a big guy. Helping him out is a good deed. That's what people said when they were helping Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy? What the... Oh, here he comes. The large man returned and entered the back seat of Jack and Sally's car. He was so large that there was a noticeable shift in the car's suspension when he sat. A moment later, Jack was pulling away from the large man's car and was back on the road heading toward the nearest gas station. So, you just need a ride to a gas station? That's right. And nothing else? Sally! Am I missing something? No, nothing. You sure? You seem worried. We don't usually pick up people on the side of the road out in the middle of nowhere. Sally. How come you just didn't use your cell phone to call for help? Sally! No, I understand. Those are all fair concerns. I understand how unnerving this is. I'd be trepidatious as well. But if I was straightforward with you, would that make you feel better? Perhaps. Okay. I'm a werewolf, and I'm going to eat you. (laughs) Is that supposed to be funny? Sorry. It was a poor attempt at humor. I'm not a werewolf. No, in fact, I'm pretty far from it. What does that mean? Well, in all honesty, I'm an ogre. A what? An ogre. A giant monster that eats humans. What are you talking about? Sally, he's teasing you. I wish I was, but I'm not. Are you some kind of freak? Technically. That's it. My wife was right. This was a mistake. I'm pulling over and you're getting out. No, you're not pulling over and I'm not getting out. Suddenly, the large man claiming to be an ogre pulled out a handgun. If you pull over, I'll fill you with lead. Jack, he has a gun. Okay, let's just take it easy. What do you want? Here's the deal. You nice people have picked up an actual ogre. True, I was dishonest with my intentions when you stopped to offer assistance, but the reality is that I eat humans, and I'm going to eat you both. That car back there wasn't yours, was it? Nope, just a good Samaritan. A tasty and filling Samaritan. So, you're going to eat us? I'm planning on it. Why do you have a gun? Jack, now is not the time to be asking stupid questions. Why? We don't have much to lose right now. If he's this mythical creature looking to eat us, I'm just curious why he has a gun. That's a fair question. I imagine you both have your doubts about what I am. And rather than trying to prove to you that I'm a big monster that eats people, I can use this gun to keep you from doing anything stupid until I eat you. An unconventional tactic, but worthy of praise nonetheless. You can't kill us. We, we have kids. I appreciate the pleas, but they won't work. And I'll be honest with you, while I love to eat humans and I plan to eat you, I don't quite have a taste for you just yet. The last guy really filled me up. He was a rotund fella. Okay, then what's the plan? It usually takes me a short time to digest. Why don't we just drive around and casually chat? Is there any place in particular you want me to drive to? No, not really. Just head for that town you were talking about. Do you have a name? Ogre is fine. Jack, how are you so casual about this? Sally, it's looking like our time is about up. Why get so bent out of shape? We had a good run. I appreciate your attitude, Jack. And I'll tell you what. I'll break your neck and make sure you die quickly before I eat you. Thanks, Mr. Ogre. So, we're just supposed to be your chauffeurs until you're ready to eat us? Yep. And what if we don't cooperate? Remember, I've got a gun. Do we need to go over that again? 
Okay, fine. We'll just drive around until you're hungry. Jack drove the car while Sally stewed about their situation. The ogre calmly sat in the back, waiting for his previous meal to digest. After a few minutes of driving, the car had now entered the town of Peaksville and was cruising down a street littered with restaurants and convenience stores. Mr. Ogre? Yes? Are you hungry yet? Not quite. Soon, though. Okay, well, in the meantime, we're going to make a little stop. We are? Yep. Before the ogre realized what was happening, Jack was pulling the car into the drive through lane of popular fast food restaurant O'Chaken Burger Barn. What do you think you're doing? Our fate is sealed, right? Yes. Then I'm not going to die without a good meal. Ironic. And I think I'll let this pass. Jack, are you crazy? He said he's going to eat us. And if he doesn't eat us, he's got a gun. We're in a bad spot either way. Welcome to O'Chaken Burger Barn. How may I serve you? Yes, can I get an O'Chaken triple stacker with bacon and extra special sauce, a side of fries, and an O'Chaken chocolate shake? Does that complete your order? Anybody else want anything? No, thank you. I can't stand human food. Sally? This is ridiculous. Give me a small order of onion rings. Can I add a small-sized onion ring? Oh, and do you still have the O'Chaken loaded fries? Yes, sir. Let's throw those in as well. Does the order look correct on the screen? Yes. Your total is $18.65. Highway robbery. Pardon me? Uh, nothing. Please pull around. Hey, Mr. Ogre? Yes? You said back there that you couldn't stand human food. That's right. There isn't anything that we humans eat that you like. Nope. So you only eat humans? Yeah, afraid so. That'll be 1875. Here you go. Thank you. Now, here we go. Onion rings for you. Thank you. And for me, I think I'll start with the old chicken loaded fries. Look at these suckers. French fries topped with nacho cheese, sour cream and bacon bits, tater tots, jalapeno peppers, onion, pulled pork, chives, and covered in gravy. If I'm going to go, then there's no better way to go. You're going to eat that? You bet your bottom dollar, mister. Mmm, so good. Can I have one? Help yourself, Mr. Ogre. Would you like a loaded fry? No, thank you. You sure? They're really good. I will admit, that smells good. Why don't you just try one? Because I'm still waiting for the previous person to digest. Come on, I'm sure you have room for at least just one of these loaded fries. Oh, alright. boy. Okay, that's pretty good. I wasn't lying, was I? No, you weren't. That was really good. More? I don't want to eat your last meal. Think nothing of it. Pass them back. Jack passed the O'Chaken loaded fries back to the beast. The monster made short work and finished off the fries in a minute's time. Pardon me. Yo, that is steak breath, Mr. O. Yeah, let's crack a window. Holy cow. Smells like you ate something that died. But then again, I guess you did. 
So, you just ate human food and liked it. Yeah, I guess I did. Those were pretty good, but not as good as a human. Let me ask you a question. When is the last time you had human food? Other than just now, probably five years ago. I had a toaster pastry. And in all that time, you never tried anything other than humans? Nope. Humans are my favorite food, and the only thing I'll eat. What if I could take you on... let's call it a food tour? I don't follow. I'll bet that I can find you human food that you'll enjoy eating more than you'd enjoy eating actual humans. You're saying that you think you can find me something to eat that I'd like more than humans? Yes, sir. What do you want to wager? Our lives if we win. And if you don't win? I'll give you our address and you can eat our children. Jack, that's horrible. Eh, they've been lippy as of late. You're on. You've got a wager. The wager was set between Jack and the ogre. If Jack could convince the ogre there was human food that the ogre liked more than humans, then the ogre wouldn't eat Jack and Sally. And if the ogre wasn't satisfied with any of the human food that Jack gave him, then he had permission to eat Jack and Sally's children after he ate Jack and Sally. Jack then began the wager in earnest with his first stop at Beefy's Roast Beef and got the ogre a sloppy beefy sandwich. Try this. Not bad, really, but I'd take entrails over this. Okay, this is going to be a challenge. I can dig it. Jack's next stop was Santino Slice, where he got a large slice of pepperoni to go. Here, the best pie in town. Decent, but I think human feet are tastier. Jack continued his quest, and soon he was getting the ogre to try all sorts of human food. He gave the ogre a large order of cottage cheese from Auntie Ethel's cottage cheese. When that didn't work, he got the ogre a fleeing Cuban sandwich from Mark's exotic oven of unique sandwiches. When the cottage cheese and Cuban sandwich didn't work, Jack stopped at Rudica's ice cream and got the ogre a quadruple banana split. But that didn't work either, and Jack was finding that the ogre wasn't satisfied with anything. Jack even made a stop at Jeffrey's Pickle Shack. There, how's that? Sorry, but this isn't tickling my nips either. The food hasn't been terrible, but humans are still my favorite. We're running out of options here. Yeah, I appreciate the effort, but I don't think you're going to win this. How will you even eat us? Haven't you had enough to eat already? I am pretty stuffed, but I'm an ogre of his word. I said I was going to eat you, so I'm going to. And apparently, I'm going to eat your kids as well. How are you going to eat us if you're stuffed? Drive me back to your place. I'll kill you both there with my gun, and then I'll eat you and your kids tomorrow. Sort of a continental breakfast thing. Hang on, I have one more stop. Jack pulled the car over to a gas station, put the vehicle into park, and then began to get out. Wait a minute. Where do you think you're going? I'm going to run inside. I have one last idea. How do I know you're coming back? You've got my wife. I'll be back. No funny business. I won't. Jack exited the vehicle. Sally and the ogre sat and awaited his return, patiently. So? So? You got kids, huh? Yep. How old? Why are you even asking this? You're apparently going to find out soon enough. Sorry, I'm just making small talk. Despite the situation, I don't see any reason why we couldn't be cordial with one another. (sighs) 
Brandon is 12 and Molly is 9. One of each? How nice. Well behaved? Yeah, for the most part. Brandon is actually grounded right now. He spilled paint in his room and told Jack that he stepped on a marker by accident. Oh no. And Jack took water to it to try and clean it, didn't he? Yeah, it just made it worse. Jack was so mad. Oh, the rascal. Ah, the follies of youth. Okay, last attempt. Here. What is this? Pop rocks and soda. Pop rocks are a small sugar candy that create a popping noise in your mouth as they dissolve. I don't follow. Eat the pop rocks, then drink the soda. It's a great combination of flavors. Jack, isn't that supposed to... No, it's fine. Humans eat this all the time. Is there something I should know? Nope, just that it's a tasty treat. I thought we were becoming friends, Jack. What do you mean? We are friends. This is juvenile and beneath you. What? Many years ago, there was a myth amongst you humans that if one of you ate Pop Rocks and drank soda, then your stomach would explode. This is a poor attempt to set me up. No, no, that wasn't... I wasn't trying to do anything. Like you said, it's a myth. Humans won't die after eating Pop Rocks and soda together. Jack, don't try to con me. This myth was debunked amongst humans a long time ago. And you know what? Just to spite your efforts, I'm going to eat the Pop Rocks. And drink the soda. There. See? Nothing. Now, let's call it a night. I'm disappointed in both of you. Why me? You knew what was happening, and... And you... you didn't... But suddenly, the ogre began to notice his stomach was upset, as it let out a nasty gurgle. Hey, I don't feel so good. This is impossible. Oh, no! In great pain, the ogre grabbed his stomach, which was beginning to expand and swell. This can't be happening! And then... The ogre's stomach exploded, sending a mess of recently eaten fast food and guts all over the inside of Jack and Sally's car. Oh, disgusting! I'm covered in undigested food and ogre mucus! Yeah, this is gonna be tough to clean. How did you know that mixing Pop Rocks and soda would cause his stomach to explode? I thought it was a myth. Yeah, I also thought ogres were a myth. Smart thinking. Thanks. What now? Want to get some Oro Chicken loaded fries and head home? Eh, why not? And with that, Jack put the car into drive, cleaned some of the ogre's stomach lining off of the windshield, and headed back to the Ochaken Burger Barn to get some more of their loaded fries. Note to self, if you ever encounter an ogre, give them pop rocks and soda. Ah, the little lessons in life. What a truly terrifying tale indeed. And who would have thought that volumes of fear could not only be terrifying, chilling, and entertaining, but that it could also be educational. I want to thank all of you for joining us. Like us on Facebook. Oh, why, hello, Winston. Winston has come to say his goodbyes to you all. Go ahead, Winston. Mr. Piedmont, can I have some Pop Rocks and soda? Why, Winston, did you not pay attention at all to the story that was just told? Well, Mr. Piedmont, I was just looking for a snack, and according to the story, 
Pop Rocks and Soda only affect dirty, nasty, ugly ogres. So I should be okay, right? Winston, I am truly impressed. You paid attention and learned something. You are truly a shining example of how Volumes of Fear can be an educational tool. After we wrap this up, we'll see what we can do about getting you a snack, yes? Anyway, as I was saying before, like us on Facebook, and please share the scare that is Volumes of Fear with all of your friends. Seriously, do it. We're watching you right now. Good evening to you all, and until next time, this has been Volumes of Fear, presented by Crimson Knight Productions. This episode of Volumes of Fear featured the acting talents of J.C. Rositas, Shannon Riley, and Derek DeBoer. It was produced by Andy Collins and J.C. Rositas from a script by Andy Collins. Sound mixing and engineering was done by J.C. Rositas with artwork by Derek DeBoer. Musical tracks by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com were used as part of this episode's score. This episode of Volumes of Fear was presented by Crimson Knight Productions. Visit them online at cnproductions.net. Follow Volumes of Fear on Facebook or suffer the consequences. <laughs>